here in just a couple of minutes, but uh, Kyle Rudolph, kind enough to join us at the end of practice. It ended a little bit early. Uh, welcome. Good to see you. How do you do in uh, in this kind of heat? Well, we're pretty spoiled here. I, I don't know that we can call this heat in terms of August, but, you know, a little warmer day today yeah. than normal. But, um, you know, you just it's, it's about taking care of your body. You know, for us coming back from altitude, getting back late, um, or I should say early Sunday morning, you know, making sure that you take yesterday as a day to get your body back, get ready to come out here because, you know, what, what we did this weekend in Denver doesn't mean anything if we don't build on it okay. starting today in practice. So, you know, just under about 36 hours ago, we were getting back here in town early Sunday morning, um, but you got to rest and recover so we can come out and have a good day today. Have you always had a good read on that process, or is it something that's got to come to you as an athlete over a period of time? Um, I think it's something that you have to learn and it's something that you develop throughout your career. Um, when you're young, you can do anything. You can roll out of bed. You don't need to stretch. You can just go play. Um, and as you get older, you kind of learn how important sleep is, how important recovery is, um, how important your nutrition is uh, for what we do out here on a daily basis. The uh, And it seems like, too, the one of the bigger changes over the decades is how focused teams are on those kinds of issues, including the last one you mentioned, Nutrition. I, I didn't think there was a time where they, they didn't really worry all that much about that. No, I mean, I think you just, as we sit here at Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center, um, this place is built because of all those things that we just talked about. And uh, the Will family has provided every resource for us to be able to recover, to have great nutrition, um, to make sure that every time we hit the field, we're in prime peak physical condition. The, uh, we, were during, we were trying to do a little play-by-play during practice. And uh, we saw a couple of really nice uh, throws and catches over the middle uh, between you and Cousins. Give me your own early impressions of, uh, of the, your new quarterback. Kirk's been phenomenal. You know, since he got here on day one, you know, he's a guy that, um, you know, obviously takes his craft very seriously. You don't get to the level of, of that caliber um, without being very diligent and detailed about your work. Um, he was a guy that came in and, um, when you're the franchise quarterback, you're going to be a leader of this team, especially of this offense, whether you like it or not. Uh, guys are going to gravitate towards you, and um, he's been a guy who can lead by example just because of the way that he goes about his business each and every day. And, um, you know, his talent on the field speaks for itself. You know, an unbelievable quarterback, but um, it's the way that he is in the locker room, in the meeting room, uh, the command that he has over our entire offense is what's impressed me so far. Is there a, is there a meaningful contrast, not to say one better than the other, but just a difference? between how he tries to assume control of that huddle and so forth and what you remember uh, from, from Case, just in terms of personality, in terms of approach, because not everybody goes about it the same way. Oh, no, definitely. There's always a difference not only in, you know, kind of their command of the huddle, their command of the meeting room, um, but also the way that they see routes, the way they like things run. Uh, so, you know, for, for us, it's about getting as many reps as we can, getting on the same page with a quarterback. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, one of the things that Kirk does very well is um, he's an extremely – uh, detailed over communicator you know he makes sure that guys know what they're doing and are lined up um, and it's it's a quality trait for your quarterback to have how does the uh, the ball come to you how is it different than than with Keenum I mean most people have said would say have said that Cousins has a stronger arm even though Keenum obviously is very effective for you guys last year as in terms of you getting mm-hmm. used to him catching balls from him 
what stands out for you? Well, no, definitely. You mentioned the arm strength. You know, I've seen a, a few different times where uh, that window starts to get a little tighter and Kirk reaches back and puts a little extra mustard on it. So, uh, you know, he's not afraid to uh, reach back and let one rip if he has to, to to fit in a tight window. But, you know, he also does a phenomenal job with touch passes and accuracy. And um, you have to be able to do both. If you're just dropping back and letting fastballs go, um, it's going to be hard, hard on us. Uh, hard on the receivers to catch, but also hard on our offense to kind of get anything going. This was a, obviously an improved offense last year, especially in the red zone. Have you been around the DiFilippo enough to get a sense? And I thought with most people would say very good play calling. Shermer had a really good season. Have you been around it long enough to get a sense of what, how it might be similar, how it might be different? Because, again, everybody has their own imprint or maybe their own uh, philosophies. What do you sense so far? Well, I, I think one of the things that has carried over from last offseason to this offseason was the importance that we've placed on red zone situational football on third downs. And um, I think you just look back to uh, this past game in Denver and, you know, we're four for four in the red zone and uh, I believe right around 50% on third downs. And, you know, that's that's what Coach Zim practices. We, we practice that situational football and um, that's part of the reason why we made such a big jump from two years ago to last year. Uh, and we've just continued to work on that. Kyle Rudolph is our guest here on the Fan Vikings afternoon practice has indeed wrapped up your own role you know you've had a pretty sizable one of over the years but i mean any any sense of what where you fit into all all of what this what you guys are trying to put together for 2018 you know i just my role can change throughout the course of 16 games every week and um you know sometimes i'm called upon more in the pass protection side sometimes there's games with matchups where uh you know i'm relied on to catch eight to ten passes so uh, for me it's just whenever my number is called upon whether that's on first and second down or that's third down or in the red zone uh, I just try to make sure that I'm as reliable as I can be uh, when the quarterback calls our number. How long if at all maybe it didn't take you long did it take you to get over the way the season as it was the way the season ended? Once the Super Bowl ended um, you know, having the opportunity, being fortunate enough to go down to Orlando and play in the Pro Bowl allowed me to kind of get away from everything that had happened immediately. But then, you know, I'll never forget on that Monday landing back here at MSP and seeing all the Super Bowl garb everywhere and was actually sitting in the terminal as the Patriots plane landed and could see it out on the runway. Um, that week was hard. You know, it was hard seeing somebody come here to our our city and, and play a Super Bowl in our stadium when we were uh, so close to it. So the idea is you got something, you got juice for what you want to finish the job, obviously. Yeah, no kidding. It's, uh, I think, something that's motivated this team all offseason to not settle on what we did last year, but to try to build on that and make sure that, you know, we got a taste of what it's like to win football games in January. Um, you know, before this, a lot of our team had not won playoff games before, so uh, we know what it takes to win football games in January. And now we just got to build on what, what we did last year. What's the Zim? What has Zim had a message in that regard? What, what's his, or is he just more day to day guy and not worry about big picture? How, how big picture does he get with you guys? Well, I think the biggest thing that he's relayed to us throughout the course of the entire offseason is we don't get to pick up where we left off last year. Um, you know, we don't get to be thirteen and three. We have to earn 
that we have to go back to to square one and you know lay a foundation for the 2018 Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what the 2017 Minnesota Vikings did during the season was great, but you know we don't get to pick up where we left off. We have to go out there and you know we just can't roll the ball out every week. Uh, we have to go out there and, and play with that chip on our shoulder and you know have that we need to prove people mentality. Did you? What did you think of the perform, first team performance last week? Looked well, like you guys I, got as much out of it as you could have. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's your goal as preseason game number one. You know, you want to go out there. You want to play penalty free, no pre-stat penalties. You want to play fast. You want to cut it loose. It's the first time you get to play live football against somebody that you haven't practiced against for the last 12 days. And um, you know, people always talk about the the first preseason game and how much are you going to play. And the quickest way to get off the field and, and get your ball cap and sunflower seeds is to go down and score. Um, so you always want to go out and score on that first drive. And, um, you know, offensively, I thought it was awesome. You know, we got ourselves behind the eight ball a little bit with a questionable holding call there and the screen pass. But then, you know, it's second and 14, and we rattle off an explosive run and uh, get ourselves right back on track. So uh, I thought the guys really came out well that first game. How much did you play? Uh, total was eight plays. Eight plays. Okay, then that's enough. Absolutely, it, it was a yeah, nine-play scoring yeah. drive, and uh, like I said, in, in that first game, uh, you want to go down and yeah. get points. That's the goal. Last question for you, uh, Chip Scoggins had I thought a really terrific piece on all the work that you do um, in the community with some really good, uh, uh, some very good charity work as well. Um, I know that's not something you necessarily want to toot your own horn about, but it. You're not the first player to do stuff, but you really seem committed on a much higher level than we see most players. And what's that about? Why is that? Is that always been something important to you? Is it something you started doing and then you saw, I got a chance to really make a huge difference here? Why has it become such really a, really a part of who you are? Uh, I mean, it goes back to the way I was raised, uh, you know, the way that mom and dad brought me up. And, you know, we were didn't have a whole lot as kids growing up but we had enough to understand that we were fortunate and you know never had to worry about food being on the table or presents being under the christmas tree Uh, my mom and dad were going to find out a way to make it work and so i grew up with that mentality of you know that we're fortunate and we're blessed and not everyone has that same situation and you know you have to help other people out and you have to give back and then coming here as a rookie, I, you know, I was fortunate to be around some um, incredibly philanthropic guys like John Sullivan, Chad Greenway, Steve Hutchinson, uh, guys who kind of showed me what it means to give back to the community here. And then, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be here for eight years, and my wife and I and our two kids have made it home. And, you know, we, we feel like that we have a platform and we have an opportunity to do so much good here in the Twin Cities that, um, you know, we feel like we'd be kind of, you know, missing the bus if you would if if we didn't do as much as we do and um you know it's it's for us it's just about using that platform to do good and you know people come up to me all the time and and thank me for what i do and um you know i I appreciate the thank yous but you know every time i just tell them that it's our pleasure because you know we feel like as people we you know my wife jordan and i we get so much out of uh helping other people and uh, you know, for instance, being at the hospital, uh, seeing what those families are going through and, you know, seeing how strong the parents are and how strong the patients are, you know, it always puts life back into perspective for us. Well, congratulations on that work. You're, you're definitely, I thought that the uh, Scoggins, I assume you read it, the Scoggins mm-hmm. piece really captured it well, and you are definitely to be commended for that. Thanks for coming to see us. Oh, no, thanks we for having me on. We appreciate that. I absolutely. Appreciate it, absolutely. Kyle Rudolph, Vikings tight end, joining us on a windy afternoon here at Vikings practice. We'll 